Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rod by Boyd Podcast. Well, Jimmy White, Circle City Hot Rods, thanks for stopping by today. Thanks for one having of our, me. One of our first guests here launching this podcast, local uh, orange business owner. Got a lot of roots here. A lot of roots. Yep. yep. Born and raised. Man, you've been here. Yeah, born and raised. Yep. Yeah, man. Lived here my whole life. Orange. Actually, live in the house I grew up in. We bought the house I grew up in. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're over on the east end of Orange, right? Yep. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, cool. Thanks for coming down. But let's talk about you had a, so you had a 34, 33, 34 body. Yes. Okay. Do we need to talk? (laughs) No, I want to hear about that. No, because. We're we're going straight into the podcast on this one. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a guy was interested in buying it. Yeah. Um, and normally when people are interested in buying stuff, they, you know, they don't buy it or they lowball you or they were, you know, so well, this we guy, all do to everybody. Well, yeah, yeah but right. you know, normally you're it's like hemming and hawing and yeah. so we've been going back and forth on the phone and he actually showed up at my shop. We put some stuff together and was like, all right, uh, let's go in your office and we'll count out the money. And it was just amazing to me that the guy, it was that straightforward, you know, like normally. No, there's those deals though. I mean, there is, know? there is, but it was very, uh, I just wasn't expecting, uh, I wasn't expecting him to buy it. Number one. Yeah. And then number two, like I said, it was a very, uh, smooth transaction. There was no hemming, hawing. It was just like. It makes you appreciate those kind of things. Yes. Right? It, it, I'm all warm and fuzzy right now. <laughs> I feel great. Well, that's awesome. So what what have you been doing lately? What's been going um, on over there at Circle City? So uh, last year we had a really big project. We restored the uh, Eddie Dye Roadster. Uh, pretty famous hot rod that was built in the early 50s. Yeah. And you know what? Can you backtrack us on and let, fill us in on the Eddie Dye Roadster? Okay. Because I've, I saw it last year, or yeah. this earlier this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? But I don't know too much of the history of it. So, it's kind of got a great history. Uh, built in the early 50s, uh, the Ayala brothers built it. Um, and Whitey Clayton built the nose. Um, then, uh, it was on the cover of Hop-Up Magazine. Uh, and what year was that? should know i think it's it was in 1951 okay um so then it kind of fell off a little bit then a guy bought it uh in the 60s and he put a 409 motor in it okay then he drove it for a little bit then it kind of fell off a little bit and then tom branch found it uh in the late 90s and then he got it up and driving and they realized like hey this is an old hot rod and then they realized this is the Eddie Dye Roadster, and at that point, uh, the nose and the body had been separated. So Tom had the car, and another guy had the nose. Um, so um, Tom sold the car to Don Orozco, who was going to restore it, and he tried to buy the original nose. From the guy who had it this guy built a car around the nose basically sort of an eddie dye clone um so don orozco approached the guy like hey sell me 
your car or the nose. And the guy was like, nah, I'm not selling it. So, um, yeah, that's it. Um, so the guy, uh, uh, let Don Orozco borrow his car and they made bucks off of the nose and they recreated the nose. Um, our customer bought the car off of Don Orozco and then it kind of sat in limbo for a little bit. And then, uh, he sent it to us. And in that process, when we started restoring the car, he actually was able to buy the car with the nose from those, that guy's widow. He passed away. His name was Jim Fuller. He passed away. They bought the car with the nose. So we were able to reunite the whole car. So, so that, that nose, I mean, it's really, it's iconic, you know, absolutely. Yep. Yes. Um, but what makes it such, you know, like, I, I mean, is it because of the year it was built or? or... Yeah. I mean, it, it, so it's pretty complicated, you know, back for something made back then. And it's really nice. Yeah. No, it's not like your square nose, you know, to all the listeners out there who don't know what he's talking about. It's, it's just, it's hard to explain. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's, you know, it's a typical track nose, but it's made, it's made really, really well. So it was pretty awesome that we were able to reunite the whole original car. So when did you take on the project? Uh, we got it. It was just the body and frame, basically. But I mean, what, oh, and what year? I mean, when was this? Oh, I mean, it it was probably... So what was last year? 2018? 2016? Okay. So, so it was, a two year, a, but the it two was year, like a year, year and a half. Year and a half project? Year and okay. a half, yeah. Because I saw it. It was pretty impressive. I saw it at, at Grand National last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, really, I mean, it was, it was a lot of work. And then you went, and then you just recently... What was it that you raced the, it? Uh, RPM Nationals. Yeah, and that was... Where was that at? That was up in San Luis uh, Obispo area? Yeah, uh, Santa Margarita Ranch. Cool. So it was a cool event. Um, I didn't want to do that. Because I was afraid of messing up the car. <laughs> yeah, right. The He's customer sort of, uh, sort of like you know, talked me into it, and it ended up being probably one of the coolest things I've done in a long time. That was kind of cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, I mean, so what's your thoughts as you've seen the, like the nostalgic cars over the years and being part of a revival movement? You yeah. know, uh, of that. Now you see like the race of gentlemen. Right. Yes. And you got this, and, and also too, you. I mean, uh, racing old yeah, Harleys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's cool that that stuff's um, still out there. It's it's amazing because I mean, you know, I've I've been into like the traditional hot rod stuff for a long time now, and um, it's pretty cool to see where it's going. Um, I mean, it was really cool to be a part of it back then because it was really bucking the system. I guess yeah. you know, it's totally the other way of what people were doing for sure um, and it was pretty cool it was you know we'd pull into a car show and it was like where did these guys come from yeah so let, let's let's crazy. let's also talk about that so basically you were part of the shifters car club i was yeah. um and, and i mean what are we talking about 93 so 90 i joined the shifters i think it was probably like in 96 96 okay um but I was always into cars, you know, before that I had a 54 Cadillac and then I started building my hot rod and that's when I, um, you know, joined up, you know, started hanging out with all those guys. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was interesting times back then. I mean, we'd pull into a show and there'd be no other cars like that. And people would always like, 
where did these guys come from? Yeah. You know, because that was during the time of the polished monochrome cars, the yeah. billet movement. We were yes. right in the middle of it. I mean, I was living yeah, yeah, right yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. And then you guys would come out and with your you know traditional cars. And yeah. Then, and then you know, I mean, whether they were. It evolved into getting mislabeled uh, rat rods and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, because you guys really, the shifters were part of the, move, the revival movement of looking like you. Yeah. You were out of the fifties. Yeah, I mean, straight yeah, up I mean, late forties, early fifties, just. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it was like I said, it was a really interesting time, and it it definitely uh, evolved into more. You know, like it, more people seeing it. Um, well, look at look at what Viva cars. Las Vegas is now. Yeah, Viva Las Vegas in in Vegas. I remember going even after I went in like two thousand one. Yeah, and it was already established at that point. And yeah, it yeah. was a decent show. Now it's 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 yeah. You know, it's like I mean it's but still even then there was only a couple hundred cars at the car show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, I just thought of something interesting. Side note, like when I worked for your dad. Mm-hmm. I would always like all my friends always be like, dude, what are you doing working there? That's you funny. Know? Yeah, I would always, or not even like my friends knew, but like when I would bump into people that maybe lived somewhere else, like if I saw them at the Hot Rod reunion, uh, they would be like, dude, what are you doing working there? And it's like, well, I'm a welder fabricator. It's my job. It yeah. Just, you know, it's just a different car well when i when i met you i met you in 2000 because you started going to lunch with jeff Auden at the yeah. shop yes and then shortly thereafter you got a job working for my dad and i re- yeah I re- and i and you know what and uh i don't know i mean that's why i'm here talking to you now because i know you know i know a little bit about your background before that but that's kind of when i met you yeah um seemed like you're into off-road stuff yeah everything dirt bikes all that stuff and I remember, I remember, I got, I remember my first memory. You, after you worked for my dad, you were, my dad had you putting together chassis, right? Yeah, yeah. Putting, and I just remember you just making a comment, like going, "Whoa, man!" Like you know what? Like, I don't know if I've ever had to put together stuff with like precision, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. do these jigs and and measure things out and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, you're building hot rods and you're, you know, yeah, building yeah, yeah. off road stuff, and it's like. Yeah. If it's close enough for rock and roll, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah, I um, remember, you know, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, measuring stuff twice and just making sure it was all all good. Yeah, no, I mean that was, and I remember, remember when we made the trip. I remember Led Zephyr was d- unveiled. Oh yeah, and we went up north. Yeah, God, yeah. that was so fun. I remember just. Can we talk about that? Yeah, no, no I, I think it's a statute of limitations. Yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. talk about that. No, I mean, okay, little uh, back when Led Zephyr was being finished, this was when my dad was basically rebuilding his name, rebuilding the business. Yep. You were part of that. Yes. Um, you know, Mike Curtis was there. Um, man, I mean, every, Charlie. Uh, Charlie was there. Yeah. And, and it was over at the, we call it the Robbie Gordon shop. Yeah. Which is now Robbie Gordon shop again, over yep. off Mira Loma in Anaheim. Um, and, so Led Zephyr, Led Zephyr was originally started for, yeah, it's actually on a wall on the wall yeah, right behind us. Right yeah, out. so Led Zephyr was originally started uh, for Ron, with Ron Kraft, um, but then my dad bought it back, and then Tony Paisano ultimately ended up getting it. Um, but this was going to be the first major car my dad debuted, building his name back after you know Boyd's went down. Yeah. Um, so I remember the last week leading up to it was the Oakland Custom Show. Right. Yeah, it was. It was going to be un- Rod and Custom. Show it was going to be unveiled there, and I remember crunch time. 
It was yes. 24-7. And I remember being at the other shop, and I remember me and uh, Ray walked. We pulled in the parking lot at the same time. We were walking up. I remember my dad had the front office with the glass windows. Yep. And I just remember, we, we just wanted to see what was going on, but he was just strung tight. Just th- yeah. This was like stress city. You guys were hammered out. I remember guys were sleeping on the floor of the shop because there was a shower there. And he comes running out. He goes, don't go back there. Leave him alone. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and remember there was that big glass window. I was yeah, like, no, yeah, we're yeah. just going to look through the glass window. Just yeah, so. yeah. But I remember going up there and then unveiling it. Everything, everything seemed to go out without a hitch. Yeah. Um, and then, man, you guys, well, you guys, me, I was there too. We blew off some steam. We blew, we we, we blew off, off some steam. steam. I mean, it, uh, I remember just, all I know is just madness in those hotel rooms. And I, I've never done anything like that before in my life, and I, I've never done anything like that yeah. since. It was amazing. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, basically, just so people know, I mean, basically, we just went crazy. We we're just a bunch of young guys jumping around uh, gymnastics, yeah. drunken gymnastics in hotel in a hotel yeah. room, and then I mean, things got. Remember hurt. the even the detailer guy. Yeah, uh, John the gymnast. John the gymnast. That's yeah. John Iverson. So yeah. John comes over and because remember Tom, Garage Tom. Yes. The uh, you know uh, special needs guy that worked for my dad, a great guy. Uh, he couldn't sleep. He was sleeping with John, and it was too much noise. Comes over, John's like, "Hey, Tom uh, says keep it down. Get, get, John, get in here. Get in." So John, we get John. John took a few shots of uh, some of the rum we had. And yeah, he started doing flips. We didn't. I didn't know you guys. He could do those kind of flips, right? And, <laughs> yeah, and I remember he did a flip. I, I caught his head from hitting the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was bad. I think his so, TV got broken. Well, hold on. Let me fast forward. So then the next day, I I fly back. I'm talking to my dad on the phone, and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "It was you know." I went to check out, and uh, there was you know, there was like a couple thousand dollars in damages. Uh, on the bill and i remember just telling my dad i go you know what dad those guys yeah okay they tore the room up or, or i was there too right i didn't i said hey but those guys got you to the show and those guys put and he goes i know no he he didn't he didn't have any problems with it because i don't think he said yeah. anything to you guys no he did did he did he yeah i mean because he, he was cool on the phone with me because he's like yeah i think yeah but he wasn't yeah i mean he i remember i think it was like monday we had like a, a meeting and he, he mentioned it. Uh, yeah. That he had to spend a little money to, to fix the room. <laughs> yeah. The best part is, is I think we all kind of, the ladies were came to clean the room and we thought like, Oh, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll pitch in some money and give it to them and they'll clean the room. So basically we gave, I think we all pitched in like 20 bucks each and maybe gave the lady like a hundred bucks. Like yeah. here, do an extra good job of cleaning that room. Yeah, see if you can fix the TV. Yeah, I don't think right? you fix the TV or the <laughs> the hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah, but that was, yeah. I mean, that was 17 years ago, man. It's a long time ago, man. It was a long man. time ago. It was a long time ago. Good times, man. So then, then um, after the Robbie Gordon shop, we moved to La Habra. And did you you come to La Habra yeah, with us? Yeah, okay. yeah, I did. I did, yeah. Um, I worked there for... Uh, I think it was probably like another year because I think I worked there for like two years. Okay. Uh, so Did maybe, you leave before the TV? You left before the TV I left show. pretty much like right before the TV show. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it was like June or... Is it June? I think it was like June like 2002, I think is when I quit. Okay. 
somewhere around there. Yeah, because the show then started, I think, in two late two thousand three, two thousand four. I th- yeah, I, th- I believe so. It's two thousand four to two thousand eight. Seems like it, yeah, that was that, yeah. Well, yeah. my well, my dad died in two thousand. My dad died in two thousand eight. So the show stopped filming. Yeah, uh, in two thousand seven. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. At, in the summer was when after the Bonneville. Uh, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. So I, I quit. I think it was in two thousand two is when I quit. And then when did you start Circle City? Uh, so basically, what I did was is uh, that summer I built a. I was building a car in my garage, a twenty seven Roadster pickup. Um, I finished it that summer, and then I sold it. And with the money from that is how I started my shop. Um, I bought equipment, um, you know, got a shop. And so... Yeah, I, I, I actually looked you up on, uh, you know, to, to research you before we, yeah, yeah. we did this podcast. Yeah, see, I, I read Steve, Steve's uh, my assistant here. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not a car guy, which I love. Yeah. So, you know, he, but he's curious. And Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. He's yeah. all, I, I Googled Jimmy. No, no. <laughs> I, Googled, I, I Googled him. I, I yeah. thought it was really impressive that, that that's how you got... The, the the cash to, to get yourself funded. You yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't have to go out to like ask for any money. No. You you just said I'm gonna build this badass car and that's where I'm gonna use that cash. Yeah. And, so basically and, like and what was it? It was a twenty seven it was just like a twenty seven roadster pickup. I mean it wasn't uh, it like, was just a twenty seven <laughs> No, I mean it wasn't it, it was we good built enough a, to start your business. After <laughs> we after I got the shop we built a really cool twenty seven roadster pickup. But this was like um a deal like I put on eBay, a Japanese guy saw it, came over here, bought it. Um, and yeah, from there it was just like, I need to get a shop. I need to start, you know, doing this pretty seriously. So, um, yeah, I got the shop. And yeah, here in so Orange, was, where, where you yeah. grew up, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first shop was off of Main Street, um, small small shop and then like two years later moved to a bigger shop two years you know a year later the shop next to the bigger shop came up rented that shop and now i'm in uh an even bigger shop so it's and, definitely and grown. for for those uh that you did that don't know orange uh orange is uh got this historic traffic circle in the middle of a like our old school downtown area and that's what uh, Circle City Hot Rods is named after. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's going to happen when uh, Chapman buys rights to it? And it's called the Chapman Circle. Are you going to call it the... <laughs> uh, I'll have a big problem. <laughs> we won't let that happen. Hey, we, we were joking about that earlier. I go, you want to get Jimmy wound up? Tell him they're going to change it to the Chapman uh, Circle of Orange. <laughs> so it's an interesting thing because I've grown up here and I've seen the evolution of the the old town area and i'm i'm not a super big fan of where it's heading um that might be a conversation for a later date well, yeah but, you, but no but but here's the situation with orange orange if you ever uh, travel to southern california you got to come to old town orange and go to the orange circle it's, it's awesome yeah. so i've watched i haven't been a i haven't been living here but i've been a resident of orange county my whole life and i've watched it and but it, it was it's one of those things of balance because I, you know, probably what in the in the mid '90s, early '90s, it was dismal. It was like what antique shops. Yeah, and, and it wasn't. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't 
happening like it is now. It but, wasn't uh, such a, a destination. Yeah, it and, wasn't a destination. And, and real quick interjection: if you guys have ever seen the movie that thing you do with Tom Hanks, uh, that was like '90s movie. Yeah, yes. that that was filmed in here in Old Town Orange. Exactly, so you, so you could see kind of what the character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the city no, is it's a that. great town and it's you know I, I love the fact that there's tons of restaurants and bars and places to go now but yes you have Chapman University which is taking over the town and I see the the battle yeah. going on and um, yeah I wish they can kind of control it a little more I mean um, so it's interesting because we own a house in Old Town Orange as well and that house is held to a certain aesthetic like you can't All right, so you're on the west side of the tracks or east side of the tracks right yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it so seems like house, every, everything east side of the tracks is the historic part, yeah, the part where they keep you under yeah. control. So we have to be held to a certain aesthetic. Like you can't have this kind of window. You can't have a plastic fence. And it's interesting to me that as a homeowner, they hold us to that. But as this university over here, they're building stuff that's completely yeah. Yeah. You know, and I get it because you know what's cool about this. You know, this part of Orange is you got a lot, a lot of what twenties craftsman style homes. Yeah, mm-hmm. our house was built in nineteen nineteen. Yeah, you got teens and 20s. oh, you're about to get the the hundred. Hey, I'm a hundred years old. Yeah, uh, yeah, little yeah. banner. Yeah, for yeah. your house next yep. year. Yeah, it's a really cool area. Like I said, you can come into Southern California, take a trip to the Orange Circle. Yeah, yeah, you can hang out. There's plenty. There's antique shops. A lot of restaurants and bars. Especially if you have a family, just walk around, hang out by the fountains and the. In the center a lot and, of food uh, yeah, a lot of good it's food cool. and you know what as far as hot rodding history and industry this town's got it going on i mean i remember at one point you know they, they joked because stanton was the you know because when my dad was there and fat jack and, and, and you know a lot of people were there in stanton stanton was hot rod city yeah but, yeah but orange i mean you got you know look you've got cw moss here reeds yeah uh here. speed marine was uh, and California Custom Roadsters was in the building. Fast right Eddie Street. Fast Eddie was there for years. It just um, left. I have a '64 Singer flat bottom boat that was built at Speed and Marine in 1964. Really? Yeah, right across the street, right here. Wow. So that yeah. that's how long this place has been a hub of the hot rod. Oh and... yeah, I mean f- forever. ABC uh, or ABS Break is yeah. ABS Break has been there forever. Their yeah. hot rodding equipment, you know, like just yeah, yeah. like old school guys. Yep. Um, yeah, it's I mean, always just, kind of been a ground zero. I mean, no, in uh, infrastructure here because you have everything. Orange County sandblasting's here. You got powder coating. You got yep. everything here. Yeah, it you, has everything. You know, it's interesting because I've always thought like I wouldn't mind moving and doing this somewhere else, but then. I feel as if other places don't have the same resources. I'm sure they do. You know, I've got friends that have shops, you know, in Northern California and they, they manage just fine. But it's like thinking of like how everything here is so close that I, I, you know, just the thought of going somewhere else is slightly scary. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's pretty centralized. It's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, like, well, and, and especially right here because where we're located at, we're all by all the freeways too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you know, I mean, I go to Compton to our polish shop that we use over there, and I used to go to Compton it, to hang out sometimes though too, right? Yeah, I, sometimes when I got some time, I just go hang out. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used cool. to street. We used to street race in Compton. Yeah, really over yeah. to Rancho Dominguez. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, seriously, man. No, I, I no. know. I, I think I know exactly. No, the over there, there. Okay, where American Racing used to be at, MHT's out there now. There's two streets, Anna and Maria, and they're both a half mile long. Uh, okay, 
And this was back before Fast and Furious, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Back in like 92, 93, I used to do that. I had a Eclipse GSX, yeah, all-wheel yeah. drive turbo, mm-hmm. right? I was all into that deal. And we used to go down there. It would be Sunday nights at like 10 o'clock at night. Yep. And they would pack both sides of the streets, and people would just be doing passes. Yeah, yeah. And, and racing, racing for fun, racing for money, and the cops would come break it up. People would go around. But then the gangs started getting involved. Yeah, There were yeah. shootings, and... Uh, we and, I, I and stopped going. Yeah, you, nobody wants to get shot. No, yeah. that's not fun. That's not fun. Racing, no, racing. Fun uh, <laughs> so let me ask you: Are you going to get back into the the motorcycle racing now, or what? Uh, so that's interesting because you, you brought up the race of gentlemen, and that's probably one of my favorite events. It's so fun. I mean, uh, where are I, they having it this this next year? They're doing it again in New Jersey. Okay, uh, it's going to be in October instead of June. Um. But it's interesting. As a hot rod guy, it doesn't look quite as fun racing a hot rod there. I've been racing my motorcycle there, and it's it's probably one of the funnest things I've done in a long time. On the sand there? And racing flat track, you know, racing that the the vintage Harley, it's it's a whole different experience. It's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah. It's fun. Until you until you break your leg in the <laughs> <laughs> But it's yeah. getting better. It's getting better. That's good. Are you okay now? I mean, you. When, I think so. When was so, your accident? Was it May or June? Uh, late June. It was June twenty first. Um, okay. So yeah, it's it's doing better. Yeah, because I remember you being on crutches when I broke my shoulder. Yeah. And you telling me, hey, go you should probably go get, yeah. get uh, an X ray. And I'm, I, you know what? I went two days later. Yep, I remember. And it was broke. Yeah, it yeah. was bro- broke and uh, really clean. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 probably like 60-70%. It's getting better. Yeah. Still kind of sore, swollen, but I don't know if I'm quite ready to start racing yet. I know. Well, I was going to say a little nervous. Yeah. A little uh, nervous. I don't know. The racing is kind of, I mean, I know we're getting older, but the racing is is fun, but the consequences get a little higher, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's so it's an interesting thing, right? Cuz I've been riding motorcycles and racing cars new and stuff since I was a young guy. And interestingly enough, I've crashed really bad and I've never broken anything. Um, I've had to go to the hospital where they said like, dude, you're pretty messed up, but nothing's broken. Uh, you're going to be sore for a while. Yeah. Um, so after 40 years of riding motorcycles, racing, whatever... I've, the only thing I've gotten is a broken leg and an ankle. So I, I'm kind of okay with it. You know, I, the way I look <laughs> yeah, at right? it, it's like, you know, if you want to dance, you got to pay the band. And I, I when I it, it happened, I was I was pissed. But at the same time, I was like, it's time to pay the band. Well, uh, you know what? I think if you got your insurance covered on the health insurance, yep, it yep. makes it a lot a lot easier. It was, it's painful, it's though, still man. still kind of expensive. I have insurance, and I still... The, the ER visit was kind of pricey. Yeah. Well, but, and you know what? That's the thing. With your injury, you couldn't avoid really. You, you had to get it taken care I of. I had right to go away. to the ER, yeah. Mine was like, I remember being, I happened on a crash on a Tuesday, and then I saw you on a Saturday, and you're all, you better get it go. And I went on a Monday, and yeah. then the following Friday, the orthopedic says. What, 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 were you, did you crash in a race? Yeah, a mountain bike race. I decided 
I was gonna start. You know, but which one was it? The county coup or no? Over the hump. Over the hump. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a short, are... short course cross yeah. country stuff, and I don't know. Just some guy took me out. Well, I want to touch on that now because I think we're gonna come back to that at a later date. The mountain bike stuff. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's a big part. I mean, that's the thing is like I'm, I'm doing this this podcast because. I guess I'm I'm a car guy because I was born into this. You're born done, into it. I've yeah. done it my you whole life. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, I didn't really have a choice. And but you know what? As far as I'm totally into cars and I'm I'm into the automotive thing. But my you know we all have our other hobbies. Like yeah. I mean, dude, like right now my hobby is is club soccer with my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the weekends and yeah. and, and during the week with practice, but. But then it's biking when I can get it, get it in. Yeah, yeah. And biking's a part of. I like, I like biking, but it's a part of fitness for yeah, me. Sure. So I decided racing was a way for me to push, push my see where my fitness was at and mm-hmm. push it to another level. And it's all fun until you crash. But <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's part cool. of the deal, yeah, you know. Like, what, yeah, yeah. What about you, Jimmy? What, what's what's your hobbies? What 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 do you do to blow some steam? So, uh, I mean, cars used to be my hobby. I, I'm the opposite of Chris. I wasn't really born into it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I was the kid that was... You grew a passion a, for it. Yeah. Like, I was the kid that was 10 years old taking apart the lawnmower, you know? And then I, I got my first car when I was 17. I got a 65 Mustang Fastback, and I basically... Yeah, I read about that, too. <laughs> yeah. I basically had to figure out how to put this thing together with help with friends and... Stuff like that, I did it. So and that that's that was your first car yeah, build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, cars were my hobby. I had a normal job, but uh, I worked at Ralph's grocery store, and I was actually a manager when I quit with the dumb idea of like, I want to build cars and I want to learn how to do this. And I started working in shops to do that. Um, so basically, I turned my hobby into my job. But my hobbies are still the same hobbies I had when I was a kid. I still ride motorcycles. Uh, I've got a 12-year-old son that surfs, so now we get to surf together. Oh, killer. Yeah, I've surfed since I was a, you know, a, probably a teenager, so it's pretty cool that we get to do that together. Um, what else do I do? I mountain bike. Um, not that much. Uh, I wish I could do it more. Well, dude, you are right there at Santiago Oaks. Yeah, right I there. Mean, I mean, so you we started be... mountain biking there when I was like in the early '90s, before it was even like a mountain bike place. Yeah, I mean, uh, for those of you that don't know, over in like it borders up between it's it's a little canyon area between Anaheim Hills and Orange, Santiago Oaks area. It's it's basically been groomed for the last few years by mountain bikers, and it's, it's like amazing. it's a it's like a hiking mountain biking. Uh, mecca for our little orange county area it's, it's like a disneyland for mountain bikers it really of. is and it's yeah. like you know there, there's no ski lifts so you have to pedal to you the gotta top work of the for hill. it that's yeah. i told my kid you gotta work for it man if you oh. the downhill's fun but in order to get to the downhill you gotta work for it well it's just like surfing you have to paddle out yep you oh, know, yeah. i mean you're yeah. you know yeah, I mean, you not, not many guys out there taking jet ski rides yeah out exactly to the no exactly. no you take a couple in the impact zone and you're like okay all right yeah now, now we're now we're in, yeah. in, in yeah. the thick of it no that's great man because <laughs> that's that's what's cool is you know you grew up and you did the like the orange county socal uh, you know guy thing you served yeah, you I served mean, you probably skateboard you ski and, and you know what in the winter in the winter you're out in the desert yep, on, on motorcycles, motorcycles exactly uh, you know what and then uh, I took rocks. advantage of everything that this area had to offer me. Well, as a kid. It, it, but that's the thing about uh, where we live. I mean, if we want to go to the beach, 
30 minutes. If we want to go yeah. hit some ski slopes, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it's we want to go simple. hit some dunes, like like Glamis, what? Three? Three, three four hours. Yeah. 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 And if we want to go anywhere like camping in the Central Coast, another three hours, three hours. north. You know? Yeah, so yeah. There, there's so many facets to California, yeah, you know which what? Is, is a cool thing to like, take advantage of. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? Uh, don't listen to Facebook. California is still pretty awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? It is. Hey, I don't care about the blue wave. I'm not so I sure don't, I care about the red wave. I don't care about I just shit. care about having fun. Uh, yeah, man. you know I what? I care about yeah. getting waves. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. California is still awesome. We have crap. Uh, crap. No, maybe say it's not. It sucks here. Yeah. We live out it here, sucks. so don't come here. No. Yeah, yeah. No, guess well, what? It, no, it's, it, I think it's a lot of transplants that come over here and bitch about it once they get here. It's like, it, we're fine without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you know what? Our, our government does make some really just bad decisions, and, and we are controlled by the unions and stuff like this. But you know what? You break it down to what we just talked about, what really matters in your life of being happy. Yeah. You can get on, you know what? We could stop talking about that right now. We can get on our bikes and we can go over here. We exactly. Can go ride we can go Santiago have Oaks. Yep. Yeah. We can and go see, have a beer at the circle. I'm not a yeah. mountain biker, but tomorrow night I'm going camping with the family. In the O'Neill Park, which is forty-five minutes from my my yeah from my yeah, yeah, yeah. in Tribuco. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, amazing. So, yeah, so it's it's just there's so many things to do out here, and it's it's really a unique place. So it's interesting you brought up Facebook because I, 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 <laughs> in the last couple of days I've kind of made a sort of a it's been really I haven't seen me. you there. I've been where, making where it been? sort of a conscientious decision <laughs> to not really pay attention to it because. Uh, I'm sort of a political guy, and I don't like to be. I don't know why I am. Oh, hey, do you know what? I joke, but it, one day we're we're gonna make a push for you for city council. <laughs> for I sure. Don't know. I don't think my wife would let me. But uh, <laughs> so in the past couple of days, I've tried to avoid that kind of stuff because of what we were talking about earlier. Like it's sort of a refocus, right? Like. I'm not so sure, you know, I keep hearing like, oh, Katie Porter won, Katie Porter won. And she might not share my same values, but at the same time, is Katie Porter winning going to change my life? Is it worth me no, being it really, like... You know, you know what, honestly, it's, look, it's, it's uh, what, a couple weeks past the election? Yeah, yeah it was... And, a, and now yeah. it's, it's, it's just like, I mean, these people don't really, I mean... They do affect our lives. We have to yeah. pay attention to what's going on. But sometimes I feel like the buildup to this of like, oh my gosh, this yeah. person, the, the stress it's of like, like oh my god, we got the blue wave. It's like you know what? I've real. I it's like it's it's it's, it's not. I need to focus. You, you know, like it's you need, we to, need focus to focus on having fun, man. You got to like, focus on you know what? focus on family, your business, focus fun. on your family, focus yeah. on having fun because these people they do they can affect our lives, but we just got to pay. I guess what you gotta be. What, what what is the old saying? Diligent. Be slightly diligent. Yeah, you gotta pay. Oh, I'm gonna screw it up, but it's basically like you know, uh, pay attention to what's going on, but don't spend too much time thinking about it. it exactly. You know? I so mean, it's like, yeah. th th so I was slightly obsessing with that. Not, I wouldn't yeah. say obsessing, but it was like, you know, oh, we got the election. It's like, ah, man, you know what, man, it, it, it. it I, I didn't even care about politics until I was probably 35 years old. You know, I spent well, and that's another so, eighteen so, years not caring. Why should I care now? You know, is it because I'm getting older and I've got a kid? It's like, I don't know, man. I think I think that's part of it. You know, like thinking yeah. about the future, not just yourself. Because yeah, I got yeah. between us, what two kids, one kid, yeah, one and one. three kids. So yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know what too, you you okay? We talked to Mike uh, last week, Mike Curtis, mm -hmm. yeah, right. Yeah. 
And he's an example of someone that started with my dad that went on to ultimately having his own business. Yep. You, you know, you, you worked at my dad's and then you went to start your own business. So yeah, yeah. your perspective changes when you're sitting as an employee, you, you, you only, you're in this little bubble, you know, yeah, you're like yeah. in this little vacuum, you know, if you will, that you worry about your own little things. Then all of a sudden when you're, you know, if, someone talk, if, you, if you've only been an employee your whole life and someone talks about payroll taxes, yes. workers' comp, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and insurance, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and all this, uh, all these government agencies, you go, uh-huh, whatever. Yeah, you I, don't care. I pay the IRS <laughs> every year. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So all of a sudden you go start your business and then... The Secretary of State wants eight hundred bucks or a filing fee. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then workers' yeah. comp. Everybody's oh, uh, got their hands on. Every, everybody yeah. and, and then then you go, Holy shit. Now I get what my boss Yeah. Why well, my was boss so was a certain out. way. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you know, it's like you talk about you know, in California, oh minimum wage. It's gonna go fifteen bucks, eighteen bucks an hour. Well, guess what? You, you know what you know what it is? All the all the taxes are based off percentages. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. it's in the government's interest to to vote, for, you know, to push for these things, yeah, yeah. to get people to vote for them, yeah, and yeah. go, oh yeah, make yeah, I'd love you, I'd love for you to make eighteen bucks an hour. Yep, I'd love for the the lowest guy on the totem pole to make eighteen bucks an hour. Well, guess what? You know, all the uh-huh. your insurance is based off. Yeah. Oh, where we, you know, we charge you ten percent off what this guy makes every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, so, but but he's doing the same job as he did before. Does it matter? Yeah, so, it's based so, on how much you're paying him. That that's not yeah, right. Yeah, but both right. you guys being small business owner, I, I I am included in that group. I'm a small yeah. business owner myself. You keep it tight, right? So you're yeah. how many employees do you currently have? Just one. Just one. And what about you, Chris? Like one and a half, half. Yeah, two, right, right. Right now, halves. I'm down to <laughs> just a couple part time guys. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, like I remember every job I had, even when I worked for your dad, I'd get my paycheck and I'd be like, man, I sure did take out a lot of taxes. I don't care. I'm gonna go Friday. I'm gonna meet my friends, grab a couple beers. Yeah. Work on my hot rod over the weekend. Maybe go up to Bakersfield to watch the drag races. I didn't care. The waves are pumping. Might get yeah, some surf. I, I did yeah. not care. You know, it was like put that money in the bank. Let's go have fun. But you know, once you start. Uh, with the business and you see in like the money just going everywhere it's like ah uh, yeah you got to start caring a little bit yeah right know? and then, and you realize then, how and many then you, branches like you got to like kind yeah. of account for it well and yeah. you know what then you start having the mentality like you have you've been here your whole life and you go you look at this like this oh i'm not going to be able to affect all of california but let me bring it down to you know just the orange level right so you start yeah. getting concerned about your local area yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I get it you know yeah. and i mean um i i, I i'm a, i'm I, I rent this space here right and so yeah. do you right? yeah. we, we choose to be here yeah you know i mean i know you own property here but as far as your business you could pick your business up and move it somewhere Go else wherever, yeah. but you know what you like the area you're in let's just make it better yeah what it is well i i think the the city of orange and that characteristic of that like old school nostalgia and hot rods just go hand in hand like i'm I'm actually surprised that you guys haven't combined and collaborated together to do like a awesome hot rod show well you know orange has a pretty good show every year when is that april it's in April. Yeah, right? yeah, the, April, the yeah. Orange Rotary Car Show. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. La- third weekend or, or fourth weekend. And here's weekend. here's the problem, and we can get off on a whole tangent about car shows and where that's going because I don't even watch them, dude. No, no, no. I'm not talking about car TV shows. Oh, car, oh like car. I'm just car car shows. Here, yeah. Here's 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 what happens is in California, is 
there's just so much going on. Like if if if, <laughs> yeah. if 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 Jimmy and I said, hey, you know what, we're gonna do the Circle City Hot Rods by Boyd Car Show. Yeah, it's what, gonna be awesome. When are we gonna do it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pick a weekend that there's not anything competing with it or going on in Southern California. Yeah, I mean that's what's crazy is is within a hundred mile radius of where we're at. Every weekend there's gonna be something dude, going you on. Can, Always you can, something. You can say do. a twenty mile radius. I mean, dude. No, for sure. This, I mean, Ru- yeah. Ruby Ruby's during summer and Ruby's in Whittier. Gets 300 cars yeah, on a Friday yeah, yeah. night. Yeah. 400 cars. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow, uh, I wasn't going to go, but I think I might go now. They're having the uh, 70th anniversary of Hot Rod Magazine and 70th anniversary of In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was actually on the KTLA News this morning. Yeah. yeah you I know, my daughter might, was I'm telling me about that. Out there, yeah. Yeah. Where's that, where that at? Pomona, the drag strip. Oh, it's Pomona. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I didn't even really think about it, and some guys from Colorado came by my shop today and they're out here for that and they're like are you gonna go and I what time does it start I, I think 8 in the morning yeah oh it's all day is it all day all day a night yeah yeah. I imagine all day deal I think I might go so it's funny because we take it so much for granted here that I didn't even I, I knew about it I heard about it but I didn't even think about it until these guys from Colorado were like hey you should go it's there's we were out there setting up our car. There's killer cars there. Really? There's gonna be drag racing, and we I think we we take a lot of it for granted, you know. Well, there's just so much. Like I said, just take it for granted, but also too, it's just so much coming at us. We just yeah. can't. You can't absorb it all, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and speaking of car shows, though, so you you went to Grand National this year. Yeah. Grand National is still a solid show. It's, I gotta say, I think so. Since they've moved it down here. Um, I've been a vendor there at all of them. Uh, we've had a booth for my shop there at all of them, except for maybe the first one we didn't. Uh, and then I think I missed a year. Um, but I've been a vendor there the whole time. And that show has always been really, really good to me as far as for cars that we built, uh, selling shirts, people from all over meeting them it's as far as i'm concerned i think that's still uh the granddaddy of them all i guess yeah it's still a pretty good show it is i mean one one that's really fallen off has been the la roaster show the father's day show yeah I, it's, it's, i'm not sure what's going yeah, on with man, that, I, man i just uh which is sad because that was like for the hardcore hot rod guy that swap meet it was the best if number you, one it, i mean it, where, where, where was that at that's in pomona every year it, 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 during father's day but then they they didn't do it on father's day this year they moved it they just yeah. had it friday and saturday, saturday and it's not on the sunday attendance was so bad yeah because man. you know you know what here's the situation that show these just are perfect examples of you have to change it up because I we you know the cliche is the the movie Groundhog Day. You go yeah, to these shows yeah. and it's like the goddamn movie Groundhog Day. You go, you cannot decipher if you go. What year was it? No, because every year seems the same. Yeah. It seems the yeah. same every year. Now, so what? Basically, the the LA Roaster show. I've been going to that thing since I can remember. Yeah, since yeah. I was a little kid. Yeah. I remember back there was, I mean, my dad had that one spot they used to give him on the end. And I remember one time when my dad moved from the Orange Avenue shop to uh, Monroe and Keith Russell, my dad told Keith, hey, take Chris 
and Greg and clean out the old stuff at the hot rod at the old Orange Avenue shop mm-hmm. and, and sell it over there. And we were kids, and I remember. I think I was just trying to save up enough money for uh, a Nintendo or, or yeah, Atari yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, right? And I remember looking back now, there was some crazy stuff. There was a bunch of billet prototype stuff that got sold. Yeah, yeah. Tons of thirty-two parts. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a, like a ten-year-old boy having maybe five hundred bucks in my pocket by ten a.m. Wow. Because we split the money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, but so every year, Father's Day. There wasn't even a question of what you were, what we were doing. Yeah, we were yeah. at that yeah. show. Yeah, and then you know, since my dad passed in two thousand eight, um, I know he had his ins and outs with those those guys, LA Roadsters. But I remember I, I've been a vendor probably in the last six years, maybe three times, and I went three years in a row, and it just got to be just it just started going down, down, down. And, yeah, and, and it's just it's tough if you keep doing the same thing, you get the same results. And they need to change these shows up. They really, really do. Because you go to these shows, and it's just like the same thing over and over and over. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you could do for that show, man. It's They need to make... The, you know what? They need to... Something needs to happen. And I think, even with some of the good guy shows, and I think good guys do it the best. I haven't been to a good guy show in... 10 years yeah but you know they do do it the best but yeah. i think they need to mix it up i think there maybe needs to be a a, a a a mixture of cultures maybe more bring some high uh, high-end music acts in yeah along yeah. with a car show draw a different demographic in that's similar but i'm, do, you I'm know? almost kind of wondering if maybe it's part of the whole car scene like hot rod scene in general i mean you got to realize a lot of the old hot rodder guys i hate to say this but they're getting really old. No, they are. They are. And so that's part of it. You know, the, I don't know if there's a lot of younger guys that are actually into 30s hot rods. There is. You know, there's a small group of younger guys that are into 30s hot rods. But I think the vast majority of guys maybe in our age group or a little bit younger, they're into maybe like muscle cars. And now there's import cars. You know, like I'm almost wondering if it's part of a, a change of the whole thing. It's very cyclical. It's very cyclical, and, and, and we've watched it over the years. I mean, yeah. I've watched it as a kid. I remember muscle cars were the thing, and then all of a sudden it just fell off the map and then went back into the street rods. You know? Yeah. So, but how do you keep it relevant? I mean, is you know, here's the situation now. We, we all, okay, you have a 12-year-old. Yeah. I got a 13 and a 9-year-old. Mm-hmm. And these kids are more worried about what's going on, on YouTube mm-hmm. and, you know, play, you know, doing a different stuff. And it's like, to them... My daughters aren't even into what I'm doing here, like yeah, with the hot yeah. rods. And yeah, stuff. my my kid could care less. But but you know, but you do share a common bond with him with surfing. Yeah, right. Yeah, we so, still. So, so what I'm saying is like, I, I mean, where's the? How do we kind of bring this back around? I mean, are we going to see more electric powered hot rods that are like, you know? I, I mean, know. is there it, what's hot rodding? What it, what is it? So you want to know an interesting thing? Really fast, we touched on this earlier. Um, so. You know, I had my 65 Mustang Fastback, and then I had a 55 Caddy, and then I met all the guys from the Shifters, you know, in the early Dude, 90s. I remember your Caddy. Yeah, I still have it. Do you really? Well, I have a 54. You, you remember the 54? I had a 55 a long, long time okay. ago. Okay, oh, oh, okay. No, no, I had a 54 a long time ago. Now I have a 55. But, so when, um, when, you, when I met you, what did you have? A 55. So, okay. but I had a 54. But didn't like, you redo with, that 55? I did. It's still pretty nice. Dude, that thing was bad. Dude. Yeah, so... It was interesting to me. 
I I always thought, you know, I had that caddy. And at the same time, I had my 65 Mustang Fastback. I was in my early 20s. And I always thought like a hot rod was something that was unattainable. Like I would see your dad's cars in the magazines and be like, holy crap. I I couldn't afford a car like that. But then I met, you know, the guys from the shifters and it was like, whoa, these dudes are building cars out of like, you know, building hot rods for $8,000. And it was amazing to me because I realized I was like, well, wait a second. With a little bit of hard work, some skills. It's, atta- it's attainable. Yeah, it's attainable. Like, I could go to the swap meet and start buying parts. And yeah, to collect, me, it was. Collect parts here and there. And... Yeah, and it was really cool because it had soul. You know what I mean? You take a part from this car. You take a part from that car. And you start putting it all together. And it's like, whoa, man. You're creating something. I built a car. And yeah. you did it yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was, the, one of the, that was one of the most amazing things to me was like whoa man check it out like this part can go here you know and that's the cool thing about hot rodding you give 10 cars to 10 different guys it will come out 10 different ways you know it's 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 cool it's It's like interpretation yeah yeah Yeah. and and you know a lot of people get into the mode of especially with social media like posting a picture of somebody's car and someone's just totally hating on oh that's the worst and and you you know what it is then we'll touch on that because i got some advice from your dad about that before (laughs) we leave well, no, and, and you know what the thing is? It's it's like, uh, it, it's with the, everybody's got different tastes. And if everybody had the same taste, this shit would be boring. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, we need the, we need somebody wacky over here and then someone totally just precise to the exact yeah, nut yeah, and yeah. bolt over here. Yep. And we, you know, to enjoy it, we're somewhere in the middle. Yep. So there's a so couple go ahead, things go ahead, I learned tell- from your dad that I still carry with me. Yeah. And that applies to like that Eddie Die Roadster. I this remember. is some Boyd University tips right here. So, so pay attention. So I yeah, we, we have real, real quick. We have this thing. We've jo- well, we've talked about it with other people. We call it Boyd University. Boyd right? U. Boyd U. Right. Yeah. So there, there. It's it's basically like, you know, some people had started there. Some people just came across there. Some yeah. people ended up there. So. Yep. Uh, no, it's uh, and that's kind of why we're doing this podcast and having people like you on. But no, yeah. go ahead. I'm I sorry mean, to interrupt so, you on that deal, but go ahead. I mean, more than anything, you got to realize real quick before I wrap it up that um, here I was just this, you know, kind of scrappy, traditional hot rod builder guy. And I, like I said, I was looking at these cars saying they're unattainable. And then I went to working in the shop building those cars. So for me, it was an honor to work for your dad. Um, and then... The things that I remember were, uh, I don't know if I read this in the Rotter's Journal article or if I think he might have, I think I read it and then he told to me and he said, one of the things I really like about uh, a car is if you can look at it and nothing catches your eye. Like basically you want to be able to look at the car like, yeah, you know, like from Baxter. Like from back to front. And- yeah, like yeah. you're looking at that car and there isn't like anything that you're like oh why did they put that there yeah you know or like the led zephyr i mean i'm staring at that right now and there's nothing that like breaks up that flow yeah same with that the phaeton there there, you know like yeah so i always keep that in my mind and another thing that was very cool your dad told me was i forget there was like a car in the shop and i think we were like ah man this thing's a pile something we were looking at it and your dad was like you know you should really, you guys need to be careful. You should never make fun of somebody's car. And especially if they could hear you because, (laughs) 
He's like, oh, you well, never know. He's like, the owner, you, you don't know who the owner is. The owner could be this guy over here, and you're over here talking trash about the guy's car. Yeah. And the thing you're doing is you have to realize, you know, this isn't the exact verbiage. It's just sort of summed up version. You got to realize this guy, it might not be your vision, but it's his vision, and he poured his money and hard work into it. And you're basically making fun of him. So I try to remember that because, you know, being yeah. a car guy, we look, I always look at cars and I'm like, whoa, man, what happened to that thing? You know, so those are the things no, I, I, I remember from your dad. I always, and, and, always remember that. No, and, that, and, and that's something I learned, too. And it's 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 like all these people are pieces of this puzzle that make us appreciate yeah, everything. And, and yeah. you know, it's what? like a big mosaic. Now, yeah. there are there now now horrible design and and and, and horrible horrible workmanship. there that you can't ignore that. You yeah. can't go. Oh well, yeah. It looks like you threw bubble gum on there instead of welding it. You know. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't you you can't ignore that kind of stuff. But um, no, I get what you're saying because there's certain things that people will do, and but you have to, they, they spent some time into it. And yeah. You got to appreciate time, the work. Money. Listen. I've had people approach me to make all different types of wheels. Yep. I mean, just, just, you name it, skull wheels, uh, yeah, heart, yeah, heart yeah. wheels, yeah. whatever. And you know what? I don't ever, I try not to, I try not to shit on those projects and turn them down because I can go, look, look, let's execute it. Pro- let, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, let's, just, let's take your idea. Let's and let execute. Me... Now there's some, some things you're like, I'm not going to do. Like, yeah, yeah, goes, yeah. I want to make a, yeah. a dick wheel or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hey, you know what? I could probably make a pretty good dick wheel. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. not going to do it for you. Dude. Yeah. So, uh, never mind. That's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But you know what? I mean, uh, it's, it's, you know, my, my dad, you know, was never into the low rider scene, but yeah. my dad always commented and said, those Dudes pull these cars apart. Yeah, they chrome, chrome everything. They chrome every nut and bolt, and yep. they put this thing back together, and it's just flawless the yep. way they do. It. And he had a huge appreciation for well, yeah, the yeah. Okay, So the, I'll interject right there because I might not be a car guy, but I grew up in Wilmington, and that's the heart of the harbor where there's lot of low rider culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know some of these guys, man, the, these '64 the Paulas. Uh, yeah, that that that. Gl- the paint that glitters in the, the right sunlight. Yeah, the that's, metal flake. It's got the plum to the, yeah. the to the dark metallic finish. Yeah. That's oh, just, no. yeah. But uh, but yeah, man, Jimmy, thank you so much for yeah, being man, on. Yeah, thanks me. Well, uh, you know what, Jimmy, we need to do this more often. So yeah. let, let's. So if people want to find you, how do they get you? Uh, call me at the shop. Uh, What's your you got a website? Yeah, website Circle City Hot Rods or www.circlecityhotrods.com. And you're on Instagram. Instagram, yeah, uh, Circle City Hot Rods. Circle City Hot Rods. Well, yeah. cool. Yeah, I yeah. highly recommend you go, you follow him because he does some amazing work, and you guys got to check out his rides. They're they're, they're freaking sick. Anything? Any new projects you're gonna release? Yeah, we're uh, doing a really cool 32 Roadster right now. We're doing a 32.5 window. Anything for Grand National? Nah, not gonna make I mean, it last year after last year's deal, I kind of wanted to. Yeah. We're not even getting a booth there this year. Normally oh, really? We get a booth take a little, take a little I break. I decided to pump the brakes this year. I get like, it. you know what? It's Let's, a lot of work, man. Yeah, it's a lot it's of work. And sometimes you need a break. A lot of money. A lot of work. Go as a spectator. I am because the Eddie Die Roadster is going to be there. Uh, I think they're doing like a hundred significant Model A's. 
So it's going to be yeah. in that building. No, that's going to be really cool. I'm going to go probably one day, hang out with friends. and. Well, and, you know what you we're going to do? Um, I think Steve and I, we're going to work on a, like a car show companion. Yeah, yeah. Where we're going to go there. We'll go there during the day and then uh, get some people in. Maybe you want to join us then. And we'll, yeah. co- we'll commentate on it after the fact. We'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. have a little show where we'll say, hey, look, uh, you know, talk about the different cars there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's cool. I think, yep. there, you know. Everybody sees pictures of these car shows on uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and there's like these comments going back and forth. But sometimes there needs to be some conversations because there's some cars that go underappreciated at these shows. Oh, they do, they do, and you know that's that's always the cool thing. You know, is when a, a car that's under I shouldn't say it's underappreciated, but when a car is really subtle. Yeah, it's cool that uh, when cars like that get brought to people's attention. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm excited because uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited to talk to more people like you. And let's yep. let's just get this party going. Keep this party going, Keep man. Keep party yeah. going. All right. Well, I like it. Thanks. Let's wrap Any it up. I can help uh, out to let me know if this is fun. Yeah. 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 We'll have you get uh, over here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Fun? fun? Thumbs up. Fun? Yeah. We have yeah. fun. Okay. I it's thought good. it was this fun. This is a good time. All right, guys. I'm pretty antisocial, so. No, you're <laughs> not, dude. All right, dude. All well, right. Thank well, you. Well, this has been another installment of a Hot Rods by Boys podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next time.